Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and you're listening to Flip This with Steve Londo, the real estate investing podcast that focuses on finding and negotiating with motivated sellers and flipping houses without using banks or private lenders. You must be prepared to ignite.
Hello, friends. What's happening? You know what show this is. You know who this is. But just in case it's the first time you're listening, got to do the whole radio thing, right? Welcome to the Flip This Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Londo, joined by Jeremy Burgess. Soup. And if you have never listened to this show before, this is the real estate investing podcast that teaches you how to find and negotiate with motivated sellers to flip houses without using banks or private lenders. Talk a little bit of shit. Parental advisory warning immediately. Cannot listen to this with the children's in the car. I mark them all explicit. They should. They are. They you should know yeah, better. They by really now. should. We're, we're like explicit. what thirty six, thirty seven episodes. In. Yeah, I don't even know. It's been a bunch. I think this is number thirty six. Unless yeah. we're well, talking about the, the the never be heard episode. Yeah, that didn't exist. You know what you're talking about? It never happened. <laughs> I got one of those too. <laughs> Never happened. I don't, I don't know, what know what you're, you're talking, talking about. about. There's no unusual delay between episodes for it's just I was on vacation. That's yeah. what happened. So if I am a full time wholesaler flipping houses in Detroit in the suburbs, and if you're not sure what wholesaling is, wholesaling is where you go out and find a motivated seller, somebody that wants or really needs to sell their house. You negotiate a price to buy it for say thirty thousand dollars, and then you go out and market and find a buyer that'll pay you $40,000 for that house. You assign your contract to the buyer and you make the profit in between. Really sweet business model. It's been my full-time business for the last four years and it can be yours too. So it is a nice risk-ish free way to, risk-free-ish way to get into real estate investing, but it's certainly not easy. Uh, It's simple, it's not easy. You do need to know what you're doing. It's a hustle you got to keep going. There is no stopping. Um, and you got to know what you're doing. You have to know, understand property values. You have to understand, at least at a basic level, property values. You have to understand construction costs and rehab costs. And, um, you know, what is what trends are in terms of rehabbing. You don't necessarily need to know what color tile to put in, but you need to know the style so you know how much that costs so that you know how to do a rehab estimate. But... It is by far my favorite way to make money in real estate. I've done probably everything you can do in residential real estate other than build a house. And uh, this is my favorite. It's the least risk for the most most reward in my mind. So yeah, let the rehabbers get that hero money. That's right. Yeah. I don't I don't need to be a hero. Just let them. add several zeros. Yeah. Yeah. But you got a lot of friends as a wholesaler too, don't you? Yeah. Everybody loves you. Yeah, everybody loves me yeah. until I tell them no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. Steve's an asshole. Why you got to make $10,000 off that house? What did you do? Just put another uh, zero on it. It'll be I yours. I found it? Yeah. What did you do? Uh, I found it. I looked at it. I pre-screened it. I negotiated it. I did this 12 times until I found one that worked. Yeah, they don't that see would work all the for work. You. Yeah. No, they don't. And most people, they, they don't I don't care. say that. Yeah. No, I don't get that from people. People that really think that way or talk that way either aren't on my list or don't stay on it. So, um, but that's kind of the general feeling or the general, uh, stereotype, right? That that's what wholesalers get or that are, they're always worried about that, that people are going to say, Whoa, whoa, how are you going to make this much money? Or how do you justify marking it up that much? Because I negotiated it that good. If it's worth this, I'm going to sell it for that. And if 
if you're going to pay that to me, then it's worth it. If you say no and you want to pay me that much, then that's what it's worth. But if someone else is willing to pay what I'm asking, then it's worth that. Absolutely. So case in point, I have a house. We'll get to the deals here in just a minute. Wait, and on deals. Yeah. yeah. Wait, we'll get to that in just a minute. Get ready, folks. For get deals. ready. Get your pen. And, and get Facebook Live ready because this oh, will yeah, be a good one right. for Facebook we'll Live. Uh, for the deals, th- this deal may or may not have, have been on a previously unreleased that never existed episode. <laughs> and this deal is in Clawson, and we talked to um, – <clears throat> I listed it for uh, 140 out to my list. I sent it out and actually had some people come out and look at it, and people made some offers, and I told them no. We're, we're planning to buy and flip this. My partner and I are going to buy this house and flip it. Uh, we see the potential. This is a great deal. This is a home run. And so I didn't get my number. And I said, all right, well, they came and looked at it and they offered five less than we wanted. And we literally said, no, we actually changed our mind after coming out. We'd like it even more. If you want it, it's 145. <laughs> For sure. We actually did that. And what sucks is the buyer, I didn't know who the buyer was, but I know the guy he brought with him. I was like, hey, what's your name? He's like, oh, so-and-so. And I was like, oh, shit. Hey, I didn't recognize you. I've sold him two houses. Mm. And I was like, oh, damn, sorry. I didn't even recognize you. He looked completely different. But they are serious about wanting this house. And the point I'm making here is, um, you know, if if I don't get what I want out of it, in terms of the price I want, I have the ability to close it and rehab it. Yep. And I will do it. I just don't like to do it. But I'm not going to leave, you know, tens and tens of thousands of dollars on the table because I want it done quickly. So when you're making offers to me and if I tell you, look, I like this one, I think we're just going to do it. I'm serious. That is not a negotiation tool. It is not a tactic. It's not trying to get you to raise your offer. It's telling you, point blank, honest, flat out blunt. If this deal is something you want, this is the number you need to jump and need to go now. Cause if you don't, I'm going to close it and we're just going to flip it. And you know what the rehab is. You know what the back end is. Cause you're looking at it too. And you're going to do the same stuff I'm going to do to it. Um, but we feel confident in our ARV. We feel confident in our process. And so I'm telling you, we're going to close it. We're going to close it. So today, um, they were supposed to go look at it again and we're either going to get the 145 that we want or we're just going to close it next week, <clears throat> order the windows and get everything started that we're going to do to close it. So that brings me to, I don't remember what even sparked that in the very first, in the beginning of this, but that particular deal stood out that I had to bring that up because if you don't jump on one of these deals that if you like it you need to act you need to act fast you need to know what a deal is you need to know what a deal is and then you need to treat it like a deal right that was an old saying we used to say treat it like a deal treat it like it's a deal and you'll get that response back right so without further ado it's time for deals 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 are we live we are live, we live. thank Wait, you facebook bruce buffer that yeah Wait. Bruce Perfect now. We are live from the sold out movement, movement mortgage building in room 202 in, in North Farmington, in the Michigan. conference room by right. ourselves. It's not weird at all. <laughs> the people outside the door are like, what the yeah, fuck? We got a bunch of them. Dave, Katie. I mean, we got a ton. Jeff, Dave will be Paul. happy about this deal section. Dave's yeah. got a couple in here. Ooh. Joel. Joel should be watching all this. Right. Joel's got a nice new one. Oh, I forgot the brand new one. I didn't write the fourth. We have four deals today. Four deals. One, Grab two, your pen. Three, 
Four deals. I need a drink. Has anybody has has is this uh, is, is any of these fresh like uh, oh virgin yeah deals? All right. Um, actually, two virgins, Ooh. two virgin deals, right. one price reduction deal, and one deal that's new to Facebook, but it's not new and it has been shown. I do have an offer, but I feel like I want a full price offer. Okay. Instead of the offer I received, so I want to teach somebody a lesson today. You can help. All right. Deal number go. one. First, we have 2060 East Boatfield in Burton. 2060 East Boatfield in Burton. This is a three, possibly a four bedroom, one and a half bath. It's a two story house. The downside is there, it's on a crawl and there's no garage, but it's got a newer roof. It's got newer vinyl siding, the furnace, the hot water tank, uh, PEX plumbing, all that's new within the last five years. So all the solid, all the new stuff or uh, all that stuff is solid. It's newer. Um, the big stuff is what I was going for. And this house, you can probably rent this for 850, maybe even 900 bucks a month. Already getting phone calls on our ads from people that want to rent it. I don't want to be a landlord, so I'm, I'm not going to do that. Um, but you can, and you can turn this into some great cash flow. So for only $39,000, flashing lights or Bitcoin or Bitcoin. Bitcoin accepted yep. here. We're going to get to that in a minute. Uh, 2060 East Boltfield for only $39,000. I need you to call moi, 734-272-7004. And you know what you really need to do, and that's send a text message, yeah. 734-272-7004, or an email, and let me know, hey, I heard about that Boltfield house in Burton. I'm interested. How can I go see it? $1,000 off if you let Steve armbar you. And if you if you pay from Bitcoin, I will give you I'll definitely give you a bonus on that. So there you go. To the next deal, this is a brand spanking new one. No one has heard this deal yet, not even my list yet. So exclusive to Facebook. Two zero four 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 Ross Common. This is in Harper Woods. Uh, it's a two bedroom, two bath, thousand ish square foot brick ranch. Two car detached garage. Oh yeah, it's gonna go fast. There is. Oh shit, is there a basement? Uh, I have to check on the basement thing. I don't think there is. But there's a screened-in back porch. It's got uh, baseboard, hot water heat, so there's steam heat. But thirty-two thousand. It's a freaking brick ranch. Is that it? Thirty-two grand. Now I need some work. You can look at the pictures. You can go look at the house. You know, at that price point, it needs some work. But that would be a phenomenal rental. Right, Dennis. Looking at you. Mm. Thirty-two grand, two zero four 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 Ross Common, Harper Woods, Michigan. Look up the zip code. You got Google. You're online right now. You're watching this on Facebook. Yeah, don't sleep on. Maybe this you're listening one. to this on the yep. podcast. But that's a good deal. Two zero four 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 Ross Common, Harper Woods. Thirty-two grand. You better act quick because it. You know that won't last. That's not. A, that's not a selling tip either. That's fucking fact. It's Harper Woods. It's Harper Woods. Yeah. Solid, solid uh, house there. The next one. This one has been out to the list. So if you're on my email list, you've seen it and you've seen it at this price. I've got an offer just below this, but I know this is a deal. This is someone's going to make good money on this house. It is three zero zero six four Ann Arbor Trail in my hometown of Westland. Uh, 32,000. This is a block cinder block house, but you can't really tell that by looking at it. Uh, it's vinyl sided. There is no basement. It's on a crawl. 
but it does have a two-car detached garage. It's a three-bed, two-bath. The most important thing is the Livonia schools. So you won't turn out half dumb like me in Westland schools. <laughs> it's a better school district. Um, but for real, Livonia schools are more desirable than Westland schools. This isn't a good area. It's a nice, solid house. I was really surprised, to be honest with you, when I first drove by this and looked at it. I was expecting a really, really ugly cinder block house, and it's really not. It is gutted. It does need everything inside. Um, but that's nothing new for you guys. You're all professional rehabbers. You know what you're doing. Thirty-two thousand dollars, three zero zero six four, Ann Arbor Trail in Westland. You can that is four eight one eight six no five, four eight one eight five. You can hit me up at area code seven three four two seven two seven zero zero four or Steve at stevebuyshousesfast.com. And I got one more. I'm getting the Facebook messages already. Can Ooh. you send me the info on the Westland house? No. Uh, probably will. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, pr- we'll probably do that. Yeah. I'll probably do that. Yeah. Message me. Let us finish the show Message though. Me. Okay, bro. And I will do that. Yep. Oh my God. I got nine text messages already. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, no basement. Wait, what is this? No basement. Do, 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 do. Yeah. It's Joel sending me a message. No basement. So on your Harper Woods deal for 32 K, there's no basement. That's why it's not 52. It's 32. So. The last deal I have, this one's brand new, literally locked this up right before coming to this meeting. Ooh, fresh. I did it. Oh. I actually did some work, motherfuckers. Like back in the day. Like back in the day. Yeah. So we got, let me look it up, 411 East Rose, East Rose in Garden City, good old garbage city. I love that. those things. Yeah, like garbage wasteland. city, wasteland, yeah. stinkster. I don't remember. I've never been to a place where everybody talks down their own city so much. I, I frankly, I enjoy it. It's yeah. fun. It is. I, like, I talk shit about everything, everybody. It's my thing. I've lived all over the world, and nobody has the creative names like they have here in Southeast Michigan. It's right. something I really like. Uh, so this four one one East Rose, not West Rose, that just sold for one hundred ten thousand last year. East Rose that you can get for 89. It needs, it's a three bedroom, two bath, a full basement that's actually partially finished, a two car detached garage. There's pretty nice hardwood floors. The bathroom is ceramic tile. It actually isn't bad. You could probably just clean it up. It's got two fireplaces, main floor and in the basement. The house does definitely need a roof. It's terrible looking, but bonus. All of the materials are included in the price. I have them. They're at the house, ready for you to do it. Mm. So make an offer. Showing requests uh, with an offer will take priority. I'm fully prepared to buy this and flip it. Remember that little thing earlier about the That's this house. So if you don't act, uh, I'm going to flip it. I'm going to close on September 30th. I'm going to close this on September 30th. You can step in my place and close it if you want. 89000 is the price. I think ARV on this is one thirty. Uh, maybe 135 if if you do an amazing rehab and you're awesome like we are. So 89,411 East Rose. If you pay me in Bitcoin and you're willing to pay the entire assignment up front in Bitcoin, I will give you a massive discount. So hit me up 734-272-7004. Steve at Steve buys houses fast. Dot com. Text, don't call. Text, text don't, don't call. call. Yep. Look, I already got 10 text messages. I That's just had good. Nine. There you go. Ignore them. Let's finish. Fucked. Let's finish the show. That's right. Yeah. See ya. 
All right, guys. That's it, Facebook. That was to you. Bye-bye. Tuning in. Steve will get you that info ASAP. As soon as possible. Thanks for right. uh, for the patience there. I like podcasters. To Facebook. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Now, you podcast listeners get some bonus content. Yay. So I wanted to... Um, I wanted to talk about that last deal though. That 411 East Rose, that that's a solid house. It roof is majorly fucked, but all the materials are there. So all you got to do is have a laborer. I mean, everything's there. It's just ready to get put on. The only thing that's missing is the roof for the garage. He didn't get all that. He only got it for the house. <laughs> the garage is it's uh not bad. It's just it won't match. That's yeah. all. That's a pet peeve. That's an easy. It's an easy fix. It's like five hundred bucks. It's nothing. Maybe eight hundred. So, but that's a good one. So I just gave you deals in Burton, Harper Woods, Westland, and Garden City. Not one single deal in Detroit in there. Oh, I have them. So if you're looking for Detroit, you know where to go. 313cashdeals.com. You can also go to metrodetroitcashdeals.com. But guess what? Here's a secret. They go to the same place. Mm. So you can go to either site. doesn't matter. If you're looking for Detroit deals, uh, there's plenty of them. I just thought that some of these suburb deals were nice and hot and fresh for you guys. And I thought that you would like them. And I really want to sell that Burton house. So hit me up. 734-272-7004. I get a lot of feedback. People really like the deals on the yeah. show. So and on the Facebook Live. So yeah. they appreciate that. That's good. I always wonder about it because I, I've only sold a couple houses where I can a hundred percent attribute it to the podcast. So mm-hmm. but it was good and it's turned into a really good relationship. So that's pretty awesome. That's good um, that people get to see how active you are too. It's like a little sneak peek into the business. Yeah. You know? like, yeah oh, they shit, see he's actually doing deals. deals all the time. I should listen to him, right? Right, right. It's Everybody's worried about taking advice from that piker who just, you know, read the book and yeah, you know as regurgitated. Yeah, this, this is yeah. like uh, proof, you know, social yeah, proof. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. I think that's what they like it. Like, oh he's doing shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing shit. Just follow me on Facebook. You'll yeah. see I'm doing shit all the time. I'm I constantly am checking in at a closing or doing something and i'll send save save pictures of uh interesting houses sometimes i don't do that one as much anymore and i used to do live videos too when i was out on the road looking at houses but i, I am sharing my um my rehab project in columbiaville though that's interesting i'm gonna turn it I'll, I'll get into that in a minute but i'm gonna be uh doing a full-on rehab hgtv craziness style so that'll be fun that'll be cool you better do yeah, some facebook do live for that yeah demo's already done so i missed the best part but, oh. uh i did get some cool videos but anyway so moving on to the the next section it's what's working and what's not and basically i didn't really spend a whole lot of time thinking about what's not working the thing that jumped out at me the most that's working is the adwords and the digital marketing still i think i just talked about that on one of the last couple podcasts but it's we really increased it, and it's really working well. Um, I have a great management team handling that, and that really helps that I don't have to worry about it. Um, but I'm seeing an influx of better leads, higher quality, and more of them. So that's good. Can't beat that. No, right? that, that's a winning uh, winning combo right yeah. there. So if you're not doing digital marketing, you definitely should. Of course, I'm still doing direct mail. I have seen a downturn in some of the responses in direct mail, but. Um, I also wasn't mailing as much in direct mail for a while too. So I've ramped that back up a little bit. It's going crazy here in the next month. So, um, I'll stay tuned, I guess, to the numbers report on that. And if that's, uh, how much that's working, but I've definitely noticed a, a downward trend in the leads over the last four or five months versus this time last year. Competition is intense right for sure. Now. 
which is crazy to me. Why is it that everybody wants to be a real estate investor when the market is really good, when all the prices are really high? Frankly, I'm glad. I, I enjoy it. Well, I don't mind it because I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not really worried about competing with too many people. It's just the, it's all about your presentation. And if you get to the house first, really, if you're able to solve their problem, they're gonna, they're gonna go with you. If you don't solve their problem, they'll go with somebody else. And if you get there before someone else and you can solve it, they're not going to have a chance. And that's where I'm focused. But there's still way too many times where we're not the first one there and we're getting beat out. So, uh, or my guy just offers a ridiculously low offer and which is great. I love that. <laughs> but I remember my Steve, not training. when you leave the house without a contract and you come back and they, someone else locked it up for like three grand less than what the guy wanted. And, you were still pretty close. And then I see an email blast come across with the property. Like, Wait a minute. I know I just saw an appointment for that house and look it up. Well, yeah, I hate, I hate losing fuck. deals, but it happens, you know, it always, it, it's going to happen to you because see, there's good people in this market. I compete with people that are good at this too. You know, um, there's a lot of them that are good at this too. It's not just the, the big guys that are good at it. even some of the quote unquote smaller guys or newer guys have, skills too and if if they get there first and if they build good rapport with the seller that seller is going to say yes more often than not right? first so counts for a lot being first counts for a 80 percent of the time if you're first you will win so showing up second means you only have a 20 percent chance of winning yeah I should tell you that i don't like speed counts yeah. yeah speed counts in that kind of situation yep um so as far as like stories go i <laughs> I don't really have a, a great story. I do have something interesting though, and this is the rehabbing tale. But so <laughs> when rehabbing gives you lemons, make a master sweet. <laughs> so we found um, uh, the wellhead. So this house is in Columbiaville, which is in the country, which means there's well and septic. There's not city water. There's an actual well down in the ground where you get your water from. And on top of the ground for about a foot, there's this little wellhead, this little PVC looking plastic pipe. Not normally a problem, right? Unless you put it right in the middle of the driveway in front of the garage. You're fucking kidding me. I ha I didn't even notice it when I first came to the house and did all my thing. I wasn't even paying attention. Who to would it. do that? I have no fucking clue. But I, well, actually, I do know his name's the Well Doctor, and he's in Lapeer, Michigan. But actually, I don't know if he put it there. If he just I would be it, ashamed. I would be ashamed. I was like, to do that. what? happens so much for using that garage as a garage can't do that you can't drive over that so i was like all right well i think i'll make that into a master suite then because it's <laughs> a sucks. small did you look and see how much it was going to cost to do a new well or something like that and said no fuck that not doing i that. know how much that's going to cost five to ten grand and that's not going to add any value to move the well over there so they can use the garage I'll just turn the garage into a master suite for two reasons. Number one, this is a small house. This is on a lake. Um, it's not on the water. It's on, on the, it's like, I guess it would be Lake View, right? So there's, it's a three bedroom, quote unquote. The back bedroom is so small. You could probably, it's probably this size right here from the wall. It's probably like seven feet by a big closet. Feet. It's a big closet. Okay. That's yeah, not a room. It really should be a den or even take the wall out and open it up to the kitchen the way the layout is. You could just be a dining room, extension of the dining room or something like that. <clears throat> it's not really a bedroom. There's no master bedroom. There's only one bathroom for the, for the house. It's an old house built in the 40s on a lake, so it's more of a cottage. So I'm like, all right, well, 
got this problem with the wellhead. Why don't we see what it would cost to turn this master suite in? We have to raise the floor up, frame in the walls. It's cinder block. So frame in the walls, drywall, paint, insulate, paint, and then start making rooms and make it nice and, or, you know, start making it nice. So I'm pretty sure that's what we're going to do. And I think it'll add way more value than moving the well over spending, you know, probably half the cost to do the master suite, at least to do the conversion part and then making the bathroom, you know, nice, the tile and the upgrade part of it will be another cost, but just the conversions probably around 7,500 to 10 grand, I would imagine and materials and labor and all that. So it made sense, makes sense. Um, but yeah, it was just a weird. What, who would put that there? Why I would, would love to that? find out. Did, did you call a seller and be like, oh, "Excuse me, sir, um, <clears throat> how exactly did this happen?" Like, I feel like that was somebody's really bad fucking day. I, you know, I don't understand why it was. And the septic fields in front, and this it's a tiny lot. It's a lake lot. I mean, this is not a big lot here, so there's not a whole lot of room to put anything else. I don't know where else they could have put the well. I mean, I guess maybe that was the issue. In the, in the, Maybe nothing else would um, would perk or whatever. There's just no water there where they drilled or they had to keep going down. I don't know. I find it hard to believe, being that I live a couple miles from here and I can dig with a kid's sand shovel into <laughs> my yard water, and, dig yeah. and get water. You know, you dug yeah. there. You're like, wait a minute. There's supposed to be water here already? Yeah. I'm like a foot down. Um, so I, I th- And it's on a lake. The lake's right there. So there, I feel like that's just, I don't know why somebody would do that. It's a good no reason idea. why I, I like wholesaling over rehabbing, though, right? Yeah. And why rehabbers get the hero money. Yeah. The shit like this happens. Yep. They don't talk about it, but like, yep. now you got to like, okay, how can I add value without wasting money? And Yep. And <sighs> I'm looking at, at comps and the, the comps there for what my normal deal was going to be was just paint, carpet, you know, redo the floors. I mean, paint, do, do the bathroom. Make it nice and clean, make it nice, fix a couple of other minor issues, fix the deck in the front, and list it for maybe eighty five ninety five somewhere in that range and um that was great, but now it's like, well, shit, there's a couple of houses down the road that were listed for eighty five that are same side of the road, similar size, not nice, just normal right they're clean, they're nice, but they're not updated, so I was like, well, shit. Got these two houses of competition. I'd probably sell it quickly, but maybe not. What? Can, how can I make this house different from the rest? And looking at the house, there's no real view of the lake from in the house, the front room, but the bedrooms. There's no. There's nothing that's like wow about this house. So that master suite would be the garage door becomes a door wall or French doors that open up, and that faces the lake. So that's great. That's so, perfect, actually. Yeah. So I'm like, I put a deck out there that goes right up to the wellhead. We put some landscaping around that to cover that up a little bit. I'm like, we're making some lemons That'll out of work. lemonade. Out you of know, what, Michigan have to. I'd say 80 percent of people don't even use their garage to park in. It's just a place to stack stuff. It, it's if you're storage, on a yeah. lake, you would probably rather have the extra space. Yep. And and because there is no space there, I. Unless this house is, there is a house down the street, like two houses from this that's brand new. And the guy's not moving. He built it. He just built it two years ago or a year ago. Um, there are not going to be many houses that will compare to this when it's done in terms of availability for sure. And 
the lake side, if you're on the water itself where you have a dock, your own private area there in lake frontage, you know, 200 plus thousand. So I'm thinking 125,000 we should be able to sell this house for when it's done with a wow master suite and a fairly wow kitchen because it is pretty big kitchen. Nice hardwood floors and it's going to be clean and it's going to look great. The bathroom will be brand new as well. It's already gutted. I'm like, all right, this is going to be, this is going to be good. It's way more than I was planning to do, way more than I wanted to do. But I got lucky with the crews I have. Um, I know both people that are doing the work so far. I've worked with them before on rentals or other things and they're local. So all the problems I normally would have with doing a rehab, making I, cheap money, you know, making changes like this, if I borrowed hard money, would be nearly impossible to make a change like that, you know, without radically making some other concessions or adjustments or coming with your own cash. So I have a money partner on it and that made it a lot easier. Hey, this is what I'm thinking. What do you think? Oh, I love that idea. Great. Send me this much money and we'll get it started. Well, yeah, you had to sell it, right? Like, oh, by the way, um, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know how this was missed, but yeah, yeah there's a well in the right? middle of the driveway. Why not? Just sit it right there. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing I'm going to do is regrade the driveway and add some more gravel. So that'll be all fresh. All the landscaping will be fresh around and that little deck. It'll be like, a, you know, more of a patio. You walk out of the master right onto the patio. You drink your coffee and look at the water. I think it's perfect. The only thing that would make it better was if it was the house was up a little bit more. If I could make that master suite on top of the house instead of in the garage, but there's no way to do that. That's even more expensive. And I have to talk to Stranski about that that whole thing. I I need to have lunch with that guy. By the way, heck yeah, man, he does some big ass. I love those rehabs too. I love that kind of work and seeing some of the houses he starts with and what he turns them into. And I'm it's like, pretty amazing. I need to start flipping that dude. houses. I've never sold them one. Dude, you see his Facebook post today? Legit. Today? Cut as fuck. I mean, he had yeah. his shirt off and everything. Oh, I was embarrassed. Ripped. Yeah. Yeah. My hairy man tits. I was looking at him. It's <laughs> like, damn, I need to work out some more. Yeah. You know, I'm never going to be that. Shit. That's okay. He looks like a beast. <laughs> Shout out to Matt. And yep. I'll choke the shit out of you. Too. Oh yeah. In a heartbeat. I wouldn't <laughs> last with you guys. I wouldn't last seconds. I wouldn't last seconds with him. So <laughs> I, yeah, you last be gentle. <laughs> be gentle. So anyway, that's my story for the week. I don't have a tip of the week other than don't get choked out by Matt Stransky for yeah, doing something. I'm not he's going too nice. To. He wouldn't choke you anyway. He's too nice. Probably not, but I'm not going to go out of the way to find out That's what he's true. not like. Nice. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but no My tips. survival instinct is very right. high in that category. Right. There yeah. you go. No tips this week. Other than um, be creative in real estate. That's right. Shit. Actually, my tip this week is, Bet the house on Conor McGregor. Just kidding. Don't actually do that. Don't <laughs> really house. do that. I'm not an analyst. Leverage your house. I'm not Cash an expert. Out your, your retirement. <laughs> Bet it all. Your daughter's college money. Fuck right. it. You know, no. she could just be a waffle waitress no. and just put it all on Conor. Yeah. No, no waffle house. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did bet on Conor. I bet I used Bitcoin because it was free money. It was winnings, quote unquote winnings. That's how I think of it. I think of it as winnings, like gambling, not investing, just to keep that separate but it's fun but anyways no i bet um I don't know, 250 bucks or something on connor if he wins which i don't think he will and this is probably going to air after the fight even i'm imagining i'm gonna do right? it tonight i'm gonna do it tonight. okay so this is gonna be on then yep this is gonna air this fight is this saturday because i'm going fishing so That's i have to right. do it tonight if i don't do That's it tonight right. it's not even gonna get out till next so thursday so i gotta this, stay up and do it 
this show then, if you're listening to this, this fight is this Saturday night, August 26th. I did bet on it, and I bet on Conor McGregor because why not? Yeah. 250 bucks. If I win, it'll be like 1200 or something crazy. If he knocks him out, I think I bet two. I think I bet something that if he knocks him out, I don't think I picked a round. I just countered by knockout. And it was like. Seems to me the only way some ungodly he amount of money. Oh, yeah, it's the only way he'll win. Knockout, I cannot yeah. see him winning a decision at all. Floyd's too smart for that. He's too good for that. If Fast. Floyd loses, it's going to be because he got caught. He just got caught and was like, oh, shit, that's way more power than I'm used to. And just is overwhelmed and goes to sleep or gets just goes to sleep, just knocked unconscious. I feel that his unorthodox style though could present a problem because Connor Connor throws punches from weird places. And let me tell you, I think I said they're accurate too. They're incredibly accurate. I am not a boxer. I am not a professional fighter. I am not Floyd, uh, Floyd Mayweather. I've never sparred Connor McGregor, but I have sparred with a lot of fighters that are, you know, amateur and pro skilled fighters. They're good guys. And just in the perspective only of a true boxer and a karate style, MMA, Thai, uh, Thai boxing style, they're all completely different. They're different looks. The way they throw punches is different. The way they move, their bodies are different. And the first time you spar with someone that you've never fought before or sparred before, you step in there with you might be able to watch him on TV and go, okay, I kind of know what he's going to do. But until you get in there and you actually feel that, you don't have any idea. And if it's so different than you're used to, now remember, Floyd Mayweather has never fought anybody but a boxer. Conor McGregor has fought everything. Boxers, wrestlers. Thai boxers, all kinds of strikers, old school karate. He's familiar with it all. And he throws really weird from weird angles. He moves weird. The way he enters and exits, uh, you know, striking range, I guess you'd say, and and moves in and out of the pocket is really different than what Floyd's going to be used to. And if he lasts past the fifth or sixth round, then he probably will have enough to finish it out and win the fight by if he can survive that long. Because if Connor's going to do it, I think it's going to be in the first five or six rounds. Well, I'm curious to see how Connor's going to throw punches without fear of being kicked or taken down. Yeah. That's a whole different kind of punch. It is. You can't commit to it. If you commit to a punch like that and you're wrong yeah. in mixed martial arts, you're, you're having a bad day. <laughs> yep. With elbows in your face. Also, I'll get kicked in the head. Like, then, I mean, yeah. there's just all you got to worry about so much more. I still don't think he's going to win, but I think he has yeah. a much higher chance than most people give him credit for. I, I, I don't think he's going to win. I bet on him. This was long before this sparring stuff came out with, I don't know if you saw the video of Polly Malinaji, who's a yeah. retired former world champion boxer. He was brought in to spar with Conor McGregor and Conor from the, 30 seconds of video that was leaked connor fucked him up like well, he, he was, was whining though it was like at the end of 12 rounds or something i don't know it doesn't matter if it's the end of 12 rounds and you're a professional boxer you should be able to protect yourself against an o and o boxer right this is all this is what you said these are your words you should be able to connor will uh you should be able to do whatever you want to him right these are paulie's words basically yeah, i guess he did say that so he? connor made him pay for that and i'm i'm 
I have a, the strangest feeling that he's going to win. I really don't think he's going to win. But my God, there is some Man. weird. Can you imagine the rematch? The oh my God, it I, would be way more like the pay per view. This is like, like a hundred million or some shit like that. What, what is the what are the numbers on this? Connor's probably going to get about a hundred million. Floyd's probably going to get two or three or uh, three or four hundred million. Connor wins, and there's a rematch. Oh, they would be. I don't know if Floyd would even do a rematch if he loses. He, he would have to do a rematch. I don't know he, if he would. He would have honest. like twenty swimming pools filled with hundreds if he did. He's already got that. That's the thing. Is that's true? Well, he doesn't got to pay that tax bill. That's true. That tax man, man, that's he's true. hungry. Twenty five million here. Yeah, <laughs> but. The um the thing with this fight is if Connor wins, I mean this is already the biggest fight ever. Boxing, mixed martial certainly mixed martial arts. I mean Mayweather Pacquiao was the biggest pay per view event, and it brought in like four point four million buys. That was just boxing fans and mainstream fans. This is going to bring in those people. Plus all the UFC fans and the the top grossing UFC pay per views do one and a half million or so, so you add in that million and a half and even three or four million boxing fans, this is going to be the biggest thing ever. Probably, I wouldn't be surprised if it hits five million uh, pay per view buys, which would just be insane. That's five hundred million dollars in pay per view. It's not crazy. It's not well. First of all, Connor has got to be the greatest shit talker of all time. That is certainly not he backs hurting it up anything. Too. Hey, he backs it up. That's he why does. it makes it so. He does. It's still like he, he's got like a 10.0 shit talking. unique, though. It's not just, I'm going to fuck you up. It's, it's funny. It's well thought out. I don't know if you saw it. Did you catch the whole thing with Connor and uh, Draymond Green from the no, Warriors? I missed that, yeah. And this other guy. So he had this Warriors, this uh, Golden State Warriors jersey on. Connor did. All he did was wear it to sparring one day. It's number, I don't know, 24, whatever the hell the number is. It's Draymond Green's number now. But before, it was some other guy's number, and that guy had some kind of involvement with Floyd's wife or something like that. Oh, shit. So oh. Connor found that out <laughs> and got wore the that? guy's shirt. That's savage. And wore it. And oh, man. It fell through all the radar. Like nobody really caught it. That's um, very subtle. I mean, mainstream wise, nobody really caught it. People on Twitter caught it and were like, holy shit, did you see this? And then that's how Drake, because it blew up. And then Draymond Green saw it and Connor tweeted back, like, bro, I don't even know who the fuck you are. <laughs> this isn't your jersey. This is a, someone else. And then I Googled the guy and I was like, who the fuck is that guy? It took some research to find out who that was. So how Connor knew it's like a triple that inside story joke, and all that shit. And he's willing to go there. That's how deep Connor McGregor goes Ooh, the with wife his shit too, talk. Man, that, you know that hurt. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you know the whole bring story. Bring the wifey into it. Floyd Woo. was uh, uh, charged with or pled guilty to or found whatever uh, for beating his wife at one time, multiple times, if I remember right. And... So that whole angle, you know, is going to get brought up some yeah. way, somehow. And then the way he brought, and that was, that was during the world tour time. That was in that four days of craziness right there. It was right around that, that week sometime. And, um, I haven't heard a lot since then, but I, I don't know if I would say much after that. Man, that was cold. But that's when I saw that out and I realized what he was doing, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, cold hearted right that there. That is. You talk about Savage Steve. He wants to win. Fuck, Savage Steve was like a two-year-old toddler with a 
pacifier in his mouth compared to that. That's yeah, no, I savage. totally missed that. I wouldn't have caught it either. You would have to tell me. You'd be like, yeah. that, that, that's some cold-hearted shit. And the suit with the fuck you pinstripes. That I know you fantastic. saw that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, how could, yeah. that was impossible to miss. Instantly messaged a buddy of mine who has a custom tailor. It's like, hey, man, what do you think? <laughs> and he, he was like, he sent me a text message. He's like, here's my tailor. Here's his number. Give him a call. And then a few minutes later, he thought I was just talking about, hey, can you get a suit made for me? I, I you know, you, I know you have this tailor. He didn't know what the line said. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. Look at it closely. And Reed. he was like, Oh my God, that is awesome. I want one too. <laughs> He's sent it to the guy, but that's so funny. You can get tank tops like that now too. But anyways. I wonder how many suits Conor McGregor sold that way. I mean, they should send him Christmas cards now. You know? Yeah, they should. That custom fabric should be trademarked because he would have instantly sold, you know, he had made a, a, a couple of bucks. I'll just say that. He made a couple of bucks off of that. hundred million though. Jesus. It's crazy. I can't yeah. imagine that kind of money. That's fuck you money. Right that there. really is. What's even crazier is if this happens and i'm all indications are that this is going to happen um conor mcgregor goes out win or lose this fight he's going to make 50 100 million dollars right more money than he's ever made before more money than he'll ever need in his life or his any of his family's life he's going to come back to the ufc and fight in december and defend that 155 pound belt you think so yeah yeah i, I wish it'd be in detroit but it's probably going to be December 30th in Las Vegas. That's that's what I'm calling. And God, I hope so. I wish it would be in Detroit. And what else sucks is I have a prior commitment that I will be out of the state until December 1st. Ugh. And I have there is no way I'm going to be able to go to the UFC on December 2nd. I'm going to be jet lagged. We have robotic shit. The UFC is finally coming back to Detroit. And, and you're gonna not going to fucking make it. I'm like, you get the pay-per-view. I'll be watching it. Yeah. I'll be watching it. And to be honest with you, I probably would have been pretty stressed out being there because I would be, I'd have friends that are probably, or people I know, acquaintances that are going to be actually fighting on the card, friends that are going to be in there with like, you know, uh, cornermen and that kind of stuff and just be, it'd be more kind of stressful, I think, being there and then being in. I went to like local show fights and I was stressed just, you know, knowing that people I'm, in the gym with all the time that I'm friends with are training their asses off are going to fight. And then when they lose and they're heartbroken, it's like, Oh man, this sucks. It's one thing to watch it on TV and just be disc. Oh man, that really sucks. He fought his ass off, you know, and to message him. Hey, do- Hey bro. Great job. You fought hard, but to see it in his face and like see tears from their, you know, the, oh, yeah, it's just brutal. Like, fuck man. I don't want to see that at the biggest stage coming back from, I got this thing on uh, in um, California the week before that. And I'm going to, I know every time I fly, I'm whipped. And when I fly out West and then come back, I'm East extremely is always worse. Whipped. It's always worse going East than West. Yep. Yeah. And it's a week. So my body's going to be adjusted to that time zone. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to be on like, I remember my flight was getting in at like midnight or something on the, so the second kind of, and I'm just like, it's like. 11:30 on Friday night that I'll be getting back. And yes, this is a real so estate podcast. Miss Joe to talk Rogan. About this. I'll miss Joe Rogan. I'll miss the UFC. But yeah. Yeah, this is this is fuck you, it's my <laughs> podcast. This is uh this is a real estate podcast. Flip this podcast and MMA hour and right. uh, well, Connor, this is historic. Frankly. It's historic. It's the biggest fight the biggest of all fight time ever. It's probably and believe me, whether you think so or not, if you study Conor McGregor, 
you can actually learn a lot and you can implement some of those lessons into real estate investing. I want you to think about that for a minute and probably is a great message me, message me how you think you can apply. That's good. Conor McGregor lessons to real estate investing. I'd love to see what you guys have to say. You can hit me up, Steve at Steve You can message me on Facebook, just post it on my wall, hit me on Twitter. Jeremy's about to hit you with all the ways to contact me right now. And, uh, Thanks for listening to the Flip This Podcast slash MMA half hour, since MMA hour is kind of taken. Yeah, it did a little bit. It was fun, though. A little little talk. All right, folks. As much as we love doing the deals on here, there is a delay. Now, sometimes it's two days. Sometimes it's five days. Today, it's going to be a little shorter. But don't miss any deals. Go to 313cashdeals.com. You can get them by email. You can get them by text. You choose. And then you never mess them. Of course, if you want to get on Steve's number one, unless you buy from him first and then you get the call, right? But this is the next best option. Don't wait for the podcast to come out, right? If you have a house you're thinking about selling, go to stevebuyshousesfast.com. And if you're just interested in all things Steve, go to clickso, C-Y or C-L-Y-X-O.com forward slash S Londo, L-O-N-D-E-A-U. And it'll all be in the show notes. And if you enjoy this podcast, a couple things here. First, hook a brother up, go rate and review. Say, I love Flip This Podcast on iTunes, whatever. That way we know what you're talking about. And just... This is one of the very small things you can do that really makes a huge difference. It seems inconsequential, but this is so many more people will hear this podcast and it really does help out. And a ton of you are sharing. Thank you. But if you could share this on social media, if you enjoy it, if not, I understand. Don't do it. It would really help out. And we do really appreciate your attention. We know you'd be listening to just about anything else. So thank you. And until the next podcast, see ya.